You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. The 2021 elections will be held on the 4th of December, but pre-polling will commence this Monday, the 22nd of November. So now is the time to meet the candidates and hear their positions on the issues affecting our local government area. Kaima Community Radio, in conjunction with the Kaima Central Precinct Committee and The Bugle, brings you a series of unedited interviews with the lead candidate of each of the seven tickets running for election. The questions were sent to the candidates in advance and their answers were timed. The interviewer is Mark Greaves, Chairman of the Kaima Central Precinct Committee, and the recording is by Diana McLaren. I'm with Imogen Draisman, and Imogen is the lead candidate on the Labour for Kaima ticket. So we'd like to go through some questions with you this afternoon, Imogen, and the first question is, tell us about yourself and some background of your involvement in the Kaima community and why you are standing for election as our representative on council. My name is Imogen Draisman, I'm 22 years old. I've lived in the Kaima area since I was four years old. I grew up with my single mum and my two younger brothers um, and I've lived in rentals the majority of my life. So I'm very aware of the, of the housing issues locally within Kaima. I went to the local primary schools here, including Kaima and Minamara and did my high school and I'm currently engaged in tertiary education in Wollongong. I'm studying a double degree of law and arts with intentions to continue my studies after I finish my undergraduate degrees and <coughs> sorry. <coughs> Hopefully you can cut that out, die. Sorry, that's not good. Um, and I'm hoping to continue those studies until I have a doctorate and be uh, working in the field of industrial relations and working with the unions. I am currently the General Secretary of the Student Union uh, and I'm very well aware of the issues that a lot of organisations have had due to COVID, particularly the university in this instance, and the impact that that's had on staff and the functionality of organisations on, on a smaller and on a larger scale. So I am running for council because I want to see representation of people my age, I want to see more women on council and I want to contribute to a cultural change within our own community and see our, our council thrive into the future and be put in good stead for the years to come. Thanks Imogen. One of the biggest issues for the Kiama local government area is the tension between urban development and economic growth mm. versus the preservation of green space and the character and heritage of Kiama. Where do you think the balance should be struck on this issue? Mm. I think the balance should be struck on the issue of infrastructure. If you're looking at any issues regarding development, we have to look at the underlying infrastructure that we have, be it sewerage or water infrastructure, electricity, roads, uh, and anything that council can possibly contribute to. That's where the conversation starts. And there are several underlying issues within our own community, be it in Jamboree, uh and most recently in Bombo about the current sewerage infrastructure. We need to address those issues first and work with the state government to ensure that we are at a point where we can begin to have conversations about the future of development in the area. 
we need to maintain our green space between our villages, be it, be it between Kaima and Jamburu, Jeroa and Jeringong, and Kaima and Jeringong. We want to ensure that that is maintained and that we build on what we already have in terms of the town centres. But I think that things such as the Bombo Quarry is a great opportunity to address the long-term requirements of Climate Council and contributing to residents and also in addressing other issues such as affordable housing and providing um, long-term economic infrastructure as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. What are the two issues that you would address as a priority if you were to be elected? So the first issue I would address is maximising our community consultation. We have a number of committees on council which are underutilised or in some ways they can be seen as a symbolic way of ensuring that we have community consultation. I want to see that change. Uh, you'll, you'll watch any council meeting and committee meeting minutes are skimmed over, they're not discussed in depth. And we want to make sure that that doesn't continue to happen. There is a wealth of knowledge and expertise in those committees. And another, a number of committees have, have been functional for a very long time, including the Aboriginal Advisory Committee, Wellbeing Committee. Those are real opportunities to ensure that everyone gets a, a fair say and contributes to that dis discussion uh, and that we maximise the community input as well. Also want to increase the time for community consultation for development applications from 14 to 28 days. That will make a huge impact on not only those who are very well aware and adept at the process of DA applications, but also those residents who might not be aware to contribute to those discussions and ensure that we are reflective of other councils in the surrounds that have that same 28-day period. The other issue I'd want to address is uh, more so to do with community services and the services that council provides, ensuring that council is first class in its delivery of, of public access, particularly for elderly residents, and also maximising the use of our current infrastructure, our spaces, uh, and to use them well uh, in, in a time where we're financially strained to the best of our capacity to ensure we're delivering quality services and accessibility um, to, to programs either internally or externally at Council. Okay, thanks Imogen. Uh, Kaima residents would like to see better engagement and communication between Council and the community. How would you improve the transparency of Council's actions and engage the community more effectively? Mm -hmm. I, as I touched on already, I think those community-based organisations like our precinct groups and also our committees are a great way of improving the current consultation and transparency. I think there is a long way to go in terms of fixing the culture within council uh, and we've already seen a shift within the workforce of council but there also needs to be a shift in the culture of our councillors as well. They're, they're not mutually exclusive, they work together in harmony so contributing to that in a way that I best can and my team best can um, is really important but also ensuring that we continue to engage with the community throughout our terms. I think a lot of councillors don't do that effectively and I think that's a resource that um, a lot of people are missing out on in terms of having that conversation with our elected representatives and also the information and wealth of knowledge that residents have about those particular issues. So continuing that forward 
and also holding our councillors accountable for the decisions that they've made. You can look at issues such as um, Acuna Street most recently, there was a commitment in April that there would be a strategic plan as to the use of that site and then it would be put to tender and we've seen that recently that we've skipped that step altogether and now it's um, going to be opened again. So making sure that there is that transparency and accountability and holding each other account in council as well and making sure that when those decisions are made that councils are advocating for the right decision to be made by by their fellow representatives as well. Mm. Okay, thanks, thanks Imogen. Are there any other issues that you'd like to raise? Yeah, I, I think um, one of the two major issues as a young person that I want to raise is obviously affordable housing. That's obviously been front of mind of everyone at the moment, we've had reports um, from uh, local newspapers as well as local community organisations and the Housing Trust having a conversation about where Kaima sits in the region. And I think we do need to make that commitment. Um, we, we, by saying that we are a very kind of high SES area, is not an answer to, to the problem that we're facing across New South Wales and Australia at the moment. We need to play our role, we need to do it correctly and ensure that we are doing everything we can to support the work that's being done by the other councils as well. The other thing is um, mental health. Um, obviously that's a big issue for young people in the area and we've had a very full-on 24 months, particularly over the course of COVID. We want to see a move away from, obviously, um, talking about awareness and we want to see that councils actively contributing to that. We want to ensure that public spaces that council owns that aren't being used are opened up to community organisations and to services that need a place to operate. I think that's a great way of taking a step forward in this area, particularly when we know that there are so many people in the community, be it um, more of our elderly population, people with disabilities, people who are socially isolated and younger people who really need access to those services and we don't currently have it. Okay. Thanks so much for your time, Imogen. Thank you. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kaima Community Radio.